the Leaving Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number 144. If you can't believe it, I can hardly believe it, but I've been here for all 144 of them. What? Yeah, what? Okay. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here, and sitting to the left of me this evening is the game changer herself, Jess. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, sitting to the right of me is the Trailmaster of Puppets himself, Udi. Good evening. Okay, and also sitting to, uh, in my case, it would be the left, right, left up corner of where I am. <laughs> it is our friend um, Fernando from San Diego, but he's not from San Diego. It's just Fernando. <laughs> Hello, Fernando. Hello. It's not too late. You can still send me back. <laughs> you still yeah. send you back. Uh, yeah, we we want to have him on the show for a long time. He's been there since probably day. Episode four or five, I would yeah, imagine. How, how far back? Um, I want to say almost like episode one or two. Seriously? Wow. I you guys like right away. Yeah. But I don't think I started commenting and like getting involved until a little bit later on. Okay. But uh, yeah, I found you guys when you guys didn't have a whole lot of episodes out there and stuck with you ever since. Yeah. Thank you. Love it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, episode four, I thought was the best one hey, we'd ever done. Ever. Oh, Lord. Here we are, 140 <laughs> episodes later. Later. And yeah. I'm, we're still trying to t- attain, uh, attain that lofty oh, level no. of ep- ep- episode four, yeah. We've had some definite highs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hey, if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. We really do appreciate it. We hope you will find the water to be warm. If you are a repeat listener, welcome home. Tonight's show is brought to you by you people, you Patreon supporters. If you'd like to get on this pirate ship of ours, you can. You can go to leaventodaypodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, we make it super simple. $1, $3, and $5. Uh, you can do a one-time payment or a recurring payment. And on top of that, We've got some really cool gifts on our site for T-shirts, and it's all very accessible. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we can actually meet you there. We've got one of those cool link trees that has everything on there, every kind of way you can connect with us. So there should be no excuses. Tonight, again, we are going to be talking to Fernando. We're going to be going over the news, and he's going to be talking to us about his recent trip to Alani. Mm Mm-hmm. Very few of us have been out there, yeah. um, and uh, he's going to give us a uh, a uh, firsthand experience of how that all works. Um, but 101 is dark tonight, I presume. 
Yes, but she will be back soon. Good. Yes. Good. Yes, the LTP uh, family uh, does need more of that. They yes. are demanding that. They are demanding that because Udi and I can only carry this for so long. Demanding <laughs> it. Fair. All right. Okay. Okay. You got it. Um, so uh is going to do the news with us. We have a lot to cover tonight. Um, and what? Yes, sir. And then add add to why Fernando is with us this evening. One of the other reasons why. Because he's a Patreon listener. There you he's go. a Patreon listener. Yeah, a supporter. I should say. I should say. Um, you still are supporting us, right? Uh, no comment. Okay. <laughs> I, still I still am. Uh, I'm just joking. Uh, uh, no, and you know, for that, you, you, you do get to be on the show, mm-hmm. and you do get to be part of the uh, LTP family. Yeah. I mean, you are, but you get to be part of this. I don't want to call it the LTP experience, but you get to be on here and, and hang out with us, and yeah. we we are that kind of, Jess is laughing. Yeah. Um, no, because Jess is an experience. We're going to go with that. Yeah. Uh, oh, you guys hush. <laughs> That's for a different show. Tuki, yes, that's for the Patreon only sub- subscribers. There you go. <laughs> we actually talked about doing that Tuki, do at you one like, point, having um, extra content for Patreon listeners. Yeah. But um, first time listeners yeah. are going, these guys aren't talking about anything Disney. We will. Okay, then so let's do it. We're, for, we're doing we're doing housekeeping. Yeah, Fernando, do you have an opening question for us? Yes. Yeah, so I, I changed it up a little bit. So my opening question to you is, what single time or ride in the park means the most to you? Hmm. I got mine. You said or ride? Oh, um, more like specific, either like watching of a show or on the ride, but like a specific moment within the park. I don't know if I. All right, I got uh, that too big. Oh my gosh, dude! To narrow it down to one is hard. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. I got mine though. Okay. I got mine. Jess, go ahead. Um, for me, my specific time. If that is hard, it would be on at the 50th for me when we went for the 50th and to listen to them uh, play Sing the Birds on the piano. Oh, mm, yeah. The birds on the piano. Richard with and, Richard Sherman. Yeah, you sent me that video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just to stand there and actually be a part of that and to watch it yeah. and hear it was just something that, you know, I mean, you didn't pay any extra money for it. It was just something that you got into the park that day, and it was that was that was the moment that it was. I mean, if Walt could, you felt Walt there. Walt was there, and it was just something that was really really cool to see and be a part of. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I've seen videos of that, and every time I see videos of that, I literally get goosebumps on my arm and shivers, and I'm not afraid to admit that. I, just because Richard Sherman is. Uh, like was, a living legend. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, and so, you know, and then you go back to thinking, sorry to cut you off, Mark, like, you go back to if you, you know, watched, um, oh my gosh, see, so you guys, this is why you don't drink wine all day oh, long. Oh, say, Mr. Banks? Thank you. Yep. <laughs> oh, and like, you know, even the documentaries, like, of them sitting around that piano and write, them writing Feed the Birds and playing it for Walt. And just doing that whole thing, and then it, to be a part and sit there and listen to that song be played by the person that wrote that song, you know, and you know, stood there and presented it to Walt is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that's mine. Yeah, I can't top that. <laughs> Good one. No, but yeah, and he's again. I'll just say this: he's one of the last links to Walt we have living. Yeah. 
Um, and it's there's only a handful mm-hmm. and left, which is I hate to say that, but that is the truth of the matter. But yeah, that's a great time. See, I thought you were gonna say um, Orlando Bloom when you, you when, know, you, when it, you smelled him. When I smelled him, yeah, I don't even remember what he smelled like. I was so tired. Um, no, I mean the pirates, like that whole experience was really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that was something you had to pay extra for. So for me, it was like. I mean, I didn't pay it, you know, but it was something that you had to put a lot of extra money to go to, and it was a cool experience, and I mean, I wouldn't trade it, but nothing beats having that connection to Walt right there. Right, right. Yeah. Hmm. What about you? Uh, I've got, do, okay, honestly, every trip I go to, on every trip I go to, there is like this, there is a, there is a moment in time where mm-hmm. I go, this is great. You know, this is a fun time. Like this yeah. last trip with Wendy and I, it was so cool. But dude, you told me you barely made it through that trip. Well, no, I'm I kidding, recovered. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, because I was tired, you mean? No. Oh, <laughs> you missed. You love, you're lying. Uh, just I'm only saying that because Wendy's getting, there. getting her to, you know, um, you know, share experiences, the, the stuff that I like was, was really a great thing mm-hmm. for me to do. And, um, I, and there's going to be many more of those trips. But I, I, I guess, even like I said, every trip, even Rise of the Resistance was phenomenal. Going with my sister was phenomenal. Sounds that that was the same day. But I, I guess I have to go back when the girls were like two and five, the first time they'd ever been to the park, and bringing them in and letting them, which would become a lifelong so far in their lives, uh, a Disneyland thing they they love it because of that trip and i think that's what that's what really started it all um for me i guess the second the second wave of disneyland fandom for me was Mm -hmm. it started then so i guess i have to start with that but every every trip we've been on has been super fantastic Mm -hmm. and i go this is a great time i could pull something from it Mm -hmm. that's my cheap answer yeah so um I have I have a couple because uh-huh. they are I have I have really in three, um, uh, only because those are all at that high level. Um, one will be uh, the Christmas trip of my I think it was eighth eighth birthday, and I I've told the uh, story before about going to the park on Christmas Eve, coming back, and just, you know, having the entire day there and being with my family. And I've said it before that Christmas in the park for our family has always been a special time. So that one. Uh, the other one would be any time, again, with my family, um, hanging out with my mom um, and her absolute love for... The Tiki Room. Loves it, loves it, loves it every time. I'm going to say this. You know, we're going to have Marcy on in a few episodes. You I better know. get that right. Walt Disney's Oh, I know, I know, okay, I know. She, I was will, gonna, she I, will shut you no, down. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I know. I kept it brief. But yeah, Walt, Walt Disney's Enchanted there you go. Tiki Room. But those were all great. I mean, those go back into my, my connection as a child with the park. Now I'm going to go back to our most recent, like, defining moment, uh, which would be January um, Rise, the opening. Um, 
not only uh, because of what that attraction is, mm-hmm. um, the next real evolution in in um, attraction and writing. Of themed entertainment. Yeah, of themed, thank you, themed entertainment, mm-hmm. but being able to share that with Mark and Jess and then your daughters and, and then yeah. and Seth and having that family there on that day like you, you it will be etched in my I'm going to be like 90 hopefully 100 and be like somebody's going to come and ask me like hey so what are the things you remember like what are the things you hold on and be like dude this one trip mm-hmm. to Disneyland like really yeah remember you know ride Rise of the Resistance, they may not even be around by then. may not be there. And I go, that day. Yeah. So no matter what, no matter what comes from here on, I know we will have other uh, days that mean that much. Um, I know because of just how we are with each other and the the LTP family and what we do and what we love. But, um, you know... I know they're going to come and, and, but that one is going to forever stay in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. What about you, Fernando? Um, I don't know. Is it the time that I ran into Nicolas Cage behind, um, Splash Mountain or when I saw <laughs> O-Town performing the Inspector Gadget theme song? Oh like my God. Best. Where? Um, Tomorrowland. <laughs> oh, um, on the, on the stage? Like on the stage, they were doing a preview so the, the the day after the day we were there, like they were supposed to do some like big Disney Channel filming thing, mm-hmm. but when we were there, they were doing like a preview. So they did like two or three songs, and we were in line for um, I forgot what it, what it was that kind of roller coaster that replaced a people mover for a little bit. That was oh, that's breaking down. Uh, Rocket Rods. Yeah, Rocket Rods. We were in line for that, and uh, they're performing, and some girls were like kind of freaking out, they're like oh my god, who is that? And there's a sign that literally said O Town, like. It's O Town, and they're like, "Oh my God, I love them!" It's like you were just asking, who they were. Like, who they were. but uh, no, I think my real one is. Uh, I touched on it the last time I was on uh, when me and my brother forced my mom onto um, the log ride. Um, oh, Splash Mountain! Yeah, yeah. So that trip that we went to, my mom was always the type to take lots of pictures and like you know just stop in the middle of whatever we were doing to take like a million pictures. Yes, and. We were walking from Cars Land through to like the kind of Pacific Wharf area, that back little area where it's like a little path. You, you kind of see like the tracks, but like the rocks and stuff like behind where you're at. It's a great picture spot. I think they even have a little like Kodak thing there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she stopped and she wanted to, you know, take a picture. And it was just one of those things where like, you know, we always used to get annoyed with my mom in a sense because she was taking like a million pictures. But you're just looking around at that area, looking around at like all the colors of everything and just how, you know, pretty it is. And, you know, even though it's in a sense fake and made up, like it's just a really, you know, beautiful spot to kind of just stop and admire for a second. Yeah. You know, we stopped and we took the pictures and, you know, we have those pictures to hang on to, like now that she's gone. But it just kind of was a reminder of like slowing down and just appreciating kind of some of the details too, some of the things that you overlook sometimes when you have a pass and you're in a hurry to go from point a to point b it's like mm-hmm. hey you know what sometimes you got to just slow down and you know i'm glad that we have those pictures and that's a really great spot just for 
like anyone. We've taken tons of pictures there, you know, since. And uh, I think that moment of just stopping for like a few minutes to, to get those shots in was probably like something that I'll hang on to for, for the rest of my life. I know that. Oh, for sure. That, that Yeah, that's a really good memory to have, man. That and O-Town, like I said, eighth, <laughs> yeah. eighth best uh, boy band of the late 90s or whatever. O-Town. Yeah, I haven't heard those guys referenced in a while. All right, so bonus question, Jess, rank the uh, boy bands from the late 90s, early 2000s. What's your top three? NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees. Boom. There you go. There you we go. agree. Yeah, there you go. 98 Degrees. I forgot, I forgot about 98 Degrees. There were yeah. so many. There were, there were so many. Right on. Well, that was a really good opening question. Yep. Okay. Um, you want to hop on over to the news? Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing else for that? No. Okay. We're good. Cool. Excellent. Let's go over to the news. You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Hey, and now we are doing the news. Uh, Udi's got the list in front of him because we've got the dueling iPads and the way we have to set up my iPads being utilized to do the audio. Udi's got the text in front of him. So okay. Now, so now Udi's going to start with the uh, news. Okay, right. we're going we're gonna to begin with... Hold on. Let me go back with holiday foods. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're in the holiday season. We did take a bit of a break uh-huh. for uh, Thanksgiving. We're... Um, we all had to take a breather. Been a minute. It's been a minute. Yep. But with that, we're here. We're back. We're ready to go into the holiday season all together. We're, I'm looking at Jess with her tree in the background. Hello. Hello. And my candy cane sweatshirt. Yeah, and her candy cane sweatshirt that says home. It's pretty cool. Um, anyway, so we're going to begin with the new cinnamon crisp and pork pozole. Ooh. Where, where do you find that? Uh, that. Hold on. Oh, in Rancho. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I will be, well. In less than a month. In, well, that is the current plan. We'll see if we it, it comes to fruition. But I will be in the park on the 21st and the 22nd. Or oh. at the minimum, the 21st. It may only be one day. Uh, but I will be going with my family. Okay. So it's going to be kind I of a big day. I was thinking about going that week, so good to know. Monday. You are um, thinking about going that week? Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that after the news. Okay. okay. Anyway, so that actually looks really good, and I'm a fan of pozole. Anybody else? Fernando, pozole? Oh, I love pozole. Yeah, me too. What is it? Um, Delicious. <laughs> it is a, it, it, it's, a, it's like a, a, a hearty Mexican Stew. Okay, I mean, um, I, I, I like stews. Oh yeah, no, it is great. My mom makes a great pozole. What's the beans and some sort yeah, of? Yeah, you have a gar- garbanzo beans, vegetables, chicken seasoning. It, it, it's a whole kind of a big pot of like goodness. Okay, I'd be into that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. Do they, you usually have it with cornbread or some sort of bread? Uh, uh, cornbread is not a no. Okay, no. some some sort of roll. I don't. Oh okay. I don't. I, I well okay. What what I okay what I do what you can eat it with more traditionally would be a little bit of cabbage and radish on top. Okay. So they actually are doing it right here um, with the cabbage. I know my mom. I don't eat it that way. I know my mom does. 
without a doubt, she'll bring it up and be like, okay, boom. And, and she like always like, cabbage? No. Radish? No. I like it like that without anything. Okay. So anyway, yeah. Pozole is good. If um, you can find a good pozole, eat it. Okay. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. right, Fernando? Yeah, that's what I'll be making for Christmas most likely is uh, pozole. Yeah. Nice. You have a family recipe? No, I've been just kind of experimenting and doing some mm. different things with, with uh, the recipes here. I, I used to make it when we'd have parties. My mom would be throwing a, a party like, hey, we're going to have pozole, which meant she's going to go out and run around and do all kinds of errands for the party, and I'm going to follow her directions <laughs> and, like, you know, and cook it. So I've gotten, you know, I've had a, tons of experience, but now I'm kind of trying to not do hipster pozole, but like branch out and do a little bit more um, different stuff with like some of the seasoning of like yep. the, the pork and maybe cooking it a little bit longer and stuff like that. Well, but it, yeah. it is a good, it, it's a good thing to have, especially when it's cold. Oh yeah, no, it, it is just a hearty, good soup. Uh, the next one would be the Mexican hot chocolate. Oh, abuelitas. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. no, oh. come on. That is good. That is magic in a cup. Is it made with clamato? No. It's not? No. Okay. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Who would be drinking hot chocolate with clamato? (laughs) You're foul. What is that drink that has clamato in it? I don't know. No, you like it. It's that Oh, no, michelada. That stuff. (laughs) Okay. Um, no. So there's no Clamato in this no, hot chocolate? No, 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 no. The hot chocolate is good. I think anybody who... I'm joking who, with you. Who, it's super good. Mexican, and I'm air quoting Mexican hot chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's where is that. Where can you find that? Uh, I don't know. Rancho, probably. Probably. Or at my brother's house, that's what he calls himself, is Mexican hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's his nickname for himself. Is it after a few tequilas or just normal? <laughs> just normal. Okay. Okay, next food item. Okay, the next one is uh, cinnamon sugar chips. Who's it? Topped with caramel, ooh, whipped cream, and honey cream glaze? I can't remember. On, on, anyway. Basically, sugar chips or cinnamon sugar chips. They're pretty good. They look really good. Okay. And all at Rancho. So the only thing, though, I'll be real, is hot chocolate, good. Pozole, good. But I'm, okay. The problem with the pozole is that when you have a family recipe or you have one, they have to come close to that standard. That is why I typically don't have chicken parm. Anywhere other than my friends, because she literally makes the best I've ever had. Okay. And chicken pasole falls in that category. All right. Uh, let's move on here. Moving on. <laughs> uh, we're going to hop over. Those are, those are just some highlights. There are so many food yeah. options. We're not going to cover the food for the holiday season. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be like five, five episodes long. Yeah. Okay. We're going to move over to the Cozy Cone area. Cozy Cone. Uh, and beer. Oh. I, I don't like beer, so I don't care. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I had good beer last night. Um, uh, what do we got? We have uh, <laughs> a peppermint. Uh oh. Would you mind? Would you mind try this? Yeah, I a, knew you would. A peppermint bark stout. Jess would not get that. No, you don't like peppermint at all, do you? No. 
No, no. I wear it on my shirt, but I'm not gonna eat it. You don't. Yeah. Eat, you don't eat candy canes. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nasty. No, I had I had two really good stouts last night, but going on from that, it is a 7.5, so good, respectable for a beer. Um, and that one is that cozy cone. Um, it looks like beer. Yeah. Peppermint flavor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it kind of goes into it. Peppermint oil. I would try it, but I don't know. I'd be kind of leery because I don't know what else will be there. It can't be all peppermint. Well, you know what? Foul. Here's what we should do is if you guys go down in December, just make a just. Oh, I'll run. I'll run out. Pick out a few things well, that you get, and then yeah. talk about them. Well, the good the good thing is is that I'm going to be with my brother, and Uh-oh. and he is a stout guy. The only negative is we're talking about it today. He may not go into DCA until day two, and I may not be there. So we may not be able to drink together, but we'll okay, find out. Okay, we'll find out. Well, I drink together whenever. With yeah. Him. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Anybody? Thoughts? Fernando? Yay or nay? I'd try it, but it's a little scary. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Scary. Some, not my speed. Yeah. It all depends on how heavy the peppermint is and what the notes are after that, you know, on the on the back end of it. Yeah, because some of those styles can have that soy sauce aftertaste sometimes, and peppermint yeah. and soy sauce is just not a winning combination. Yeah, I would hope that they kind of, you know, correct that and have it a little bit more clean finish, for lack of a better way to put it. Yeah, don't make Santa sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we're going to go into a very interesting topic, in my mind. Uh Designer suing Disney for drop mechanism used in Rise. Okay, so we have made it a policy not to spoil Rise on the show. Correct. We be- have because we don't because we know there are people who haven't gone on that. Even though now it is a full open queue, and la- what I saw op- the first day they did that, there was a two and a half hour wait. I'm like, okay. I would, I would, I would be there for that. I would. I don't know if you guys would, but I would, no. I would. For the rope drop for um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rise? For Rise. Yeah, they, it was only like, it was, it, they had a posted 240 minutes, but yeah. it, it didn't take them that yeah, long. Yeah, no, we've all been on it, and we all know that that is a quick loader, and I doubt it was really that long. I mean, so anyway, uh, I'll go into it real quick. Um, a gentleman by the name of Louis Alfieri. Uh, previously worked at uh, with Universal Creative, and is now the chief credit creative officer of entertainment design uh, company Raven Sun Creative. According to the lawsuit he filed in Orlando's U.S. District Court last week, uh, Alfieri pitched an ultra tower show experience to Walt Disney Imagineering in 2014. Uh, uh, his patent for the uh, drop ride mechanism used in the pitch was then pending. Um, he claims Disney has used the technology in his uh, in the in Rise uh, without consulting his company or compensating him. Uh, it goes into detail about the when the patent was filed, but there you go. What do you think, Mark? 
I don't think this guy's going to win anything. No. <laughs> people people do this all the, all the time mm-hmm. with Disney. Oh, I thought of this. I thought of that. Mm-hmm. Someone did that with Frozen, right? Mm-hmm. They had the story, and, and I don't think I don't think they're going to get away with winning anything here. What about you guys? I agree with Mark. Yeah, I think if anything, I mean, if there is something there, then Disney will probably settle pretty quickly, and it'll just be swept under the rug. You won't hear anything about it. They'll end up paying some amount that you never know because it's going to be undisclosed, mm-hmm. and then oh, they'll true. be able to they'll be able to protect whatever um, they did end up doing. So either way, they're going to come out on top. You know whether they did take it or didn't, but they're a big company. People are going to come at them all the time for frivolous stuff. And on the times that it's not something that someone's making up and it's legit, they're just going to settle because they have the pockets, you know, mm-hmm. to, to pay for whatever. Yeah. So it'll, it, it'll be a footnote. And I don't really think anyone's going to, you know, raise too much of a stink over it. Mm-hmm. Probably not. No. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. I think, um, uh, un- unfortunately, there are many big companies that do, even if it is true, he it, it probably will no- go nowhere. And he could be just looking like, hey, pay me 25 G's or whatever, or 50 or 100 or whatever, and boom, done, out. Um, okay. Okay. I'm actually, I'm going to go on the, ne- the next story, and I'm happy and you guys will know here, if you guys know me, you're going to know why. New remote control chopper droid fair, um, and fairy droid conversion kit available at Droid Depot Oh, at Galaxy's Edge. Okay. How cool is that? I want... Okay. I bought... I think I, I told the story that I made a droid uh, a couple years ago now for my nephew for his birthday... Um, and I FaceTimed him and built it with him. And he didn't know it was for him. Mm-hmm. So I was on FaceTime. I'm like, hey, buddy, what do you think? I, you know, what color arm, what body? And, and he did everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to build one. I, I kind of want to do it, but I want your opinion. And he's like, okay, cool. So I built the entire thing for him, never thinking I'm ever going to get one. And then I saw this. And Chopper is by far one of my... Like, so you have R2. You know, you have a ton of droids in the Star Wars universe, right? My top two are R2 and Chopper. So if I'm not going to do an R2 droid, and, and that, that's fine because I, I would only want to do like a full-on replica of R2, but I really want a Chopper. I would love to have a Chopper running around because Chopper... Well, Chopper, <laughs> you may have to edit this. The, 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 so I had to throw that in. Yeah, the, the reason why <laughs> I love Chopper, so he's a bit of a jerk. Oh. A Richard. He's, Richard. A, Ric- he's a Ricardo. And, <laughs> and, and because of that, he is a great droid. Like, you have bad droids. You have good droids. You have annoying as hell droids. L7, I'm looking at you. Um, but... Chopper is like it's easily, a chopper. yeah. Chop- I, 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 I've been yeah. waiting for years to say that. I'm, Get I'm in the chopper. Um, no, not that. It's from yeah. the song. I yeah. think I think yeah. Fernando knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, Chopper is in my top three favorite of all time of all droids. So <laughs> wow, I that's saw a, that. That's a question, like, dude. You know, 
then the next time you want to, you know, pick up a girl, mm -hmm. uh, like an opening line, dude, what are your top three droids? Oh, no. See, I, I've got another one. No. <laughs> what the heck, dude? Who has to, who cares about top three droids? Uh, uh, okay. From No, no. From Star Wars nerd to Star Wars nerd. Yeah. That is a point of discussion. Oh, no, I, I get that. Okay. I, I'm not, I get it. And honestly, I'm not going to be picking up a chick with, hey, what's your favorite droid? Okay. But I do agree with you. L7 was just, I was so sick of L7, dude. Dude, would you be upset if Disney Plus goes, oh, we're going to start a new series called the L7 series? Yeah. That would be the first Star Wars property I do not watch. Oh, I thought the other one was with that rock thing. Wow. What the hell was that? Yeah, that was a book. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Oh. Jess, you're like, what? I don't know, Fernando, do you know how well, familiar are you with Chopper anything? What's that? How familiar are you with Rebels or Chopper anything? I don't, I, you know, I don't think I've ever, like, had that discussion with you or about your affinity for Star Wars. Oh, so I, I mean, I love Star Wars, just everything Star Wars, uh, What's one of those things where I'll start watching it with the kids and then halfway through they lose interest, like especially some of the animated stuff. I'm like, I'm watching this for you. I'm like, not really. I'm watching it for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah I totally. Have to I have to finish Rebels. Um, and then same thing with Clone Wars. I remember watching it back when it was on Netflix before it came to you know Disney+. Mm -hmm, Plus. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't have time to watch all the things that I want to watch. So I'm kind of like... I'm aware of everything that's happened with all the different animation and I love it. And it's like really well done. I just haven't been able to um, watch it all the whole way through the way that I want to, but it's right. all, it's all really cool. It's like, it's one of those things where, you know, 10 year old me would have loved it. And 35 year old me loves it. Just hasn't had the, mm -hmm. the time to, to watch all of it. But yeah, no, uh, chopper's funny. Cause he's a droid that they gave like a lot of, personality and like you said you know he's, he's a bit of a, a jerk those uh jerk tendencies that r2 had in some of the movies mm -hmm. that's his personality like 100 percent of the yeah. time he just full-on like a richard mm -hmm. it's the best way yeah. to describe it yeah. <laughs> a, a richard yeah yeah and and the other the other add-on would be the fairy droid and for Anyone who doesn't know what that is, that would have been from the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the fairy droid that winds up getting blasted. Spoiler can you, alert! Can you make the one from um, Rogue One? The one that was really cool. No. Well, what was that droid? That was an Imperial droid. No. Well, he was retrofitted to be uh -huh. good. That I actually like that guy. No, he was a good character, and yeah, he yeah. was voiced by. Oh, is it? Um, uh, hold on. Uh, I know his voice. I know his name, and I can't think of it right now. It's Mark Stoppelganger. <laughs> I kind of see it a little bit. It's Mark Mark Stoppelganger. <laughs> Your doppelganger. Um. Oh. Okay. Oh, I can't think of his name, but Al oh, Alan Tudyk. He is voiced by Alan Tudyk, and by far, Alan Tudyk is one of my favorite, just in general, actors. Um, not only voice but live action. I love Alan Tudyk. So Steve him the pirate, huh? Yeah, exactly. Arr! Anyway, so um, anyway, uh, yeah, that droid, and I can't think of his uh, designation number right off the top of my head, but he was he's in my top five droids. Um, but anyway, yeah, the uh, fairy droid is. Uh, I don't know why they would have done that. I think probably only to try to get the tie into the Mandalorian. You know, they are. Uh, 
with the Book of Boba Fett coming, I know a lot of people are kind of like trying to get back into the Mandalorian universe, which is what we're going to go back into with uh, the Book of Boba Fett. I know Jess is all excited for the Book of Boba Fett, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely, you have no idea. I know like, you're like, woo, you, you did, the heart. Yeah, did you even finish Mandalorian season two yet? No, I haven't started it. Oh my god, am I gonna have to come over? I've been watching Big Bang Theory. Yeah, no, 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 no. Come on, come on. No, 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 no. Anyway, judge me. I, I I judge you harshly all the time. What is it? There's nothing new with that. I know. Okay, so okay, we're gonna move on to the okay. Wait. I'm going to pause right real quick and I'm going to go into this topic because it isn't on our list of, on the official list, but because we're on Star Wars, I want to go over to Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know how well you guys keep track. I know, Fernando, how well you keep track of what's going on with Lucasfilm. I know you're busy. I'm busy, but luckily I have a kind of job where I can have it in the background. I can listen. So, right now, the big rumor is about Kathleen Kennedy, okay? Now, her contract was as originally expired at the end of October. Now we're end of November, and nobody has said anything about whether or not she got extended or not. Now, the rumor is that she has been extended for another three years, but there has been no official announcement whatsoever from Disney. So, I don't know if you have an opinion, Jess. You're probably like, I don't give a... I don't care. What about you, friend? Do you have you? Do you follow that at all? Yeah, I follow it. Um, and it's just been kind of interesting to see where she's at. Um, a lot of the criticism that she's gotten, I think it's pretty fair and warranted and it's like you know you um, you're given the ball like at the one yard line and all you gotta do is run it in and she ran like 99 yards the other way and right. kind of messed it up it's like Star Wars yeah the fandom sometimes can be a little toxic and whatever but overall like people just want these stories to be told in new ways it's like watching someone play with their, their toys or whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's something that we've gotten as of late, but there was that really rough period when she kind of first came on and stuff was kind of forced. Mm -hmm. It seemed, you know, to go a certain way. Like, like I get it. I have two girls, you know, I've got a, a nine year old and I have a baby and I don't ever tell them you can't do anything or, you know, as a girl, you got to like X, Y, Z, you, you can't like this. Um, but I've never forced them to try to like something or force them to do something. And it seemed like some of the character decisions in the early Star Wars um, days where they're like, we're trying to force some of those things that just kind of, you know, weren't really there. They could have came naturally. Like afterwards, like there's a bunch of badass female characters within Star Wars, starting with Princess Leia, who, mm -hmm. you know, when she's getting rescued, she's like, oh, this is some rescue. Like, you know, yeah. I could have done better by myself, you know. Yeah done good enough and it just seemed like i don't know just a not a well thought out um maybe well intentioned or just not well thought out not well executed um her time with star wars right so yeah it's kind of funny to see this uh kind of in limbo and just 
waiting to see where it is. Just my thought is just give it to Dave Filoni. Let him be in charge of everything mm-hmm. and make everyone happy. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He he's a a nerd and he tells good stories. So yeah. why not just give it to him? Yeah. Jess, I don't think you've been tracking that at all, right? Oh, oh, I have. Okay, right. Yeah, I got it all down. <laughs> <laughs> everything everything Fernando says. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Liar. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, I agree with you, uh, Fernando, that it is very interesting that, that no official announcement has been made. I think um, I, I've, I have had a number of uh, conversations, not only... Um, I, I've kind of talked about it here on the show. Um, I've DM'd a few other people, emailed a few other people, and 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 face-to-face conversations about, you know, what is going on with Lucasfilm. And I do find it interesting that nothing has been officially done. I, in my opinion, um, you know, they make they have been making excuses for her, for her failure. It, what what I feel is a failure overall of the managing of. Lucasfilm, and, you know, in particular, the uh, Star Wars IP. Um, a lot of the good that has come up, has she's had very little uh, to do with other than going, okay, you can do that, you know? Um, so I agree with you completely. Filoni should be, giving full, should be given full control and reign over Star Wars. We're not going to get uh, perfect... Star Wars ever, um, but we can get better. So we'll find out. That it, it, I find it interesting, um, and you know the argument. If you're in the community, has been kind of back and forth. You know, you have the camp of like, um, you know, she needs to go, and she's not getting renewed. To the other camp where, oh, she's going to get renewed, and she ain't going nowhere. And the the one thing that I find very funny about that is none of them. Either of them like her. It is just more of them trying to like, she's going to go or she's not going to go. It's funny. And because her support in the fandom, I think, uh-huh. is very, very little. And uh, as far as what I've heard about Indy 5, it sounds like a train wreck coming. So we'll find out what happens. But yeah, um, I find the whole situation very interesting. I find uh, the handling of it by Chapek to be... Uh, interesting is the word to go. Mark, opinion? I didn't even hear what the first part was. About Kathleen Kennedy and being extended or not and how the rumor mill, there's been no official announcement from Disney and her contract technically. So that has not been confirmed at all? Uh, Well, it's a bit suspicious. I wouldn't know why they'd be holding it off either in either direction. Um, Do they have some earnings reports coming out soon? Or They did. Oh, they did? Um... Don't ask me. I have no idea what what the issue is. There's got to be some something going on over there. Um, I honestly have no idea what their what their agenda is for like their next four or five years. Yeah. As far as movies and TV shows go, I've kind of lost how that all is. Um, well, I know what there was a Gina Carano show that was, I know that got scratched, hmm. uh, scrapped or whatever. There was talk about her coming back in some capacity, and that rumor is still floating. Around. Still floating mm-hmm. around. Um, I have no idea what's going on with Kathleen Kennedy. I, I just, I just want good storytelling and I want that kind of, I don't want any political agendas going on in any of the stuff. So we shall see. Um, 
like I said before, I think um, Disney owning Star Wars on the park side, they've done a much better job mm-hmm. handling the actual user experience and themed entertainment than they have with the media. Mm-hmm. That's uh, do you disagree? I agree. Okay, cool. All right. All right. We're going to move on. And this one made me cry a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like tears of joy. I mean, sadness. Um, I already know what you're going to talk about. You're an a-hole. <laughs> and I don't even have the news pulled up. Yeah. You don't. Yes, I sent it to you. Bam and bam. Okay. That, that means Udi, Jess is your number one fan. I know. Okay, so go ahead, Jess. What is the story? Um, I'm just taking a guess because, again, I don't have the news up, but it's going to be some a-hole comment about Small World. Okay, and? It, it's gonna, it's closed indefinitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it still closed? It is closed. Um, still. Okay. Yeah, and I know, I know why in case. Go ahead. Y'all don't know why. Okay, in, go ahead. In actuality. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Please, go ahead. Well, no, I don't know what... I don't know what is in the news. So uh, go it, it got flooded. It's a flooding, yeah. right? A yeah. flooding. Okay. Okay. Is that what is that what you've been hearing? Yeah, they will. They they weren't saying why they uh, were had it closed, and then Disney wasn't telling anybody why, like the extent of what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so when they uh, drained it to set it for holiday and set everything up, well, then they went to fill it again and there was a leak or of some sort something happened that somebody did not catch and they it flooded the attraction and then it flooded the basement of the shop um when you exit the small world gift shop yeah. if that basement as well um the damage is more than what they had led on to and they're looking at nine months plus of a closure wow really yeah, yeah no, you're right. Uh, the uh, story goes on to uh, kind of basically say what you said, um, that when they were refilling, um, the uh, there was a, a leak and began to flood everywhere. Um, uh, it had uh, affected machinery, and the, um, yeah, it affected the machinery. So, yeah, when you do that... Um, in my line of work, water is like if you have any equipment in water, you're done. Like you, you take that equipment and either rebuild it or you throw it away. So yeah, anything of that that nature, you have to completely tear apart. You cannot let water be in there uh, because that is a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about any kind of mechanized, motorized kind of thing, water is the devil. So there's, they're unofficially going to say it's going to be closed for about nine months, you think? It said, it said like for over nine months. Okay. From what I... So that tells me that was a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. But yeah. they are still doing, you were there, they're still doing all the holiday stuff at night, right? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Cool. I'll get into that too. Are, okay. Are, are you heartbroken, Fernando, about that one? It's a small leak, after all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still sad, though. That's what he said. Yeah. You know, it's 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 really depressing because a lot, I mean, those things haven't been around since it opened, but, I mean, those animatronics are old. Oh, yeah. 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 They're old. 
and they're probably gonna decide to not fix them they're probably going to decide to replace them yeah well and it, it'll just change it'll just change the entire attraction even though giant yes, video screens of them maybe oh my yeah, god right no. that's all yeah they're gonna get rid of all the kids and it's just gonna be you're gonna wear 3d glasses and oh. it's gonna be like tv okay you know what as much as i don't like that attraction god no no like no 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 because i know when I go to the park, my mom, I'm gonna have to tell my mom, "Mom, uh, Small World isn't open, isn't running." She's gonna be like, "What?" She's gonna be sad. Yeah. And you know, I have been on that attraction for very few reasons over the over the years, and they're always have to do with family. Why did I ride it last time, Jess? Because of me. Yeah. It was you, your family, and your aunt. We went because in honor of your aunt. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to not ride that attraction. Yeah, you had to. I had was, to. There was no way. I had I had the picture of your aunt on me all day. I'm like, I'm not going to, like, no. Okay, we're all going together. Okay, well, I, yeah. I, I, I can suck it up. And I know my mom would have been like, small world. I'm like, okay, mom. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I would, but yeah, we're going to not have that now. So. You know, and, and that, to me, is kind of sad. And only because I know how many people actually really connect with that attraction, even though I don't, I feel bad for yeah. them. And I don't particularly like the attraction, but oh, I don't mind. love it. I don't mind going on. If someone's if some if someone in my group is like, I want to go on it, I will always go on it. I, mm-hmm. I never say no. It's just nothing I actually suggest. I know you don't like it, but I would totally go on it with Fernando. I suggest <laughs> It's yes. a great way to rest for a few, few minutes. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. I mean, yeah, especially in the summer, you get out of the hot air and cool off a little bit. And yeah. At the expense of having that song stuck in your head, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The connection to Walt. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you honor. You know. and, and, and you know, that is a good point, but for me, I go to Tiki Room for that. Well, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Hmm. All right. That's a good question. That is a very good question. Yeah. Like oh, that, you know, that is a good question for another topic is what attraction That's a good opening yeah. question. What attraction do you go to to feel the connection to Walt? That's a great question. I don't mind, but I won't answer. We're that. not going to, that's not, no, we're, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that now. Okay. Mark that down. Everybody remember that. Yeah. We will think about it. Yeah. That is a good question. Okay. We're going to move on now. Uh, Mickey's Toontown. In Disneyland is set to be demolished. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, um, it is going to close March of next year, so in a scant three months or so, for quote unquote reimagining. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been concept art coming out, and you know, for me, I've been critical of that land um you know haven't walked into it other than to go look at uh runaway rail railway um the show building Mm -hmm. like we did dress remember when we went we walked in there just to look at the show building how big and like gargantuan that building is it is huge anyway so I'm glad if they're not going to demolish it and blow it up, they're actually going to do a, a, a refurb. Mm-hmm. The only part that bugs me 
What about Tomorrowland? But we're going to move on from that. Okay. Thoughts? One land at a time. Yeah. Yeah, Tomorrowland has been overdue for like a two decades, man. Fernando. They'll get, they'll get to it tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. What are your initial thoughts on that? Fernando, you've seen the artwork and everything, I assume. Yeah, it isn't. I mean, with Udi, probably Tomorrowland should have gotten something first, but mm-hmm. right, it's neither here nor there. That land was due for something. You know, I have little kids, little age kids, so when we go, sometimes you would think, okay, well, two towns on natural stop, but there's not a whole lot to do there. Like, we've done the Gadget Go coaster with the kids because that's kind of like the first little step into getting into like the big roller coasters mm-hmm, yeah. and honestly all, all that was was just like hey you're gonna get on space mountain pretty soon let me get you on this little thing so you think roller coasters aren't that bad and then we're gonna go on space <laughs> we don't and, cry when we're yeah and yes. the scare the living crap out of you and then you know roger rabbit it's cool but it's not enough to draw you in and then let's just say you do those two rides like there's not a whole lot there it looks old it looks run down mm-hmm. you know for disneyland which oh. is a place where everything is super immersive and brings you in it's so old and run down look and it's like you're in a forgotten corner of Knott's Berry Farm or like Six Flags where they just don't even care so um, yeah I welcome them doing something to it you know let's Mm -hmm. see what it is Uh, the Mickey's Runaway train looks pretty cool but even just the fact that they're doing something else with the land um, even if it's just a little park even if it's just a little place to like Mm -hmm. let kids run around and blow off some steam or whatever it's long overdue like it just it didn't look like disneyland uh the way the rest of the park does mm-hmm. right jess. jess is holding her hand up very politely <laughs> jess <laughs> and patiently good for you oh thanks i've been working with children i'm learning <laughs> um are they gonna do we know if they're gonna take out roger rabbit i don't think that's part of the plan they uh, the the talk was redoing that to make Jessica more that was of the yeah. Asking. Yeah, no, they're doing that. As far as I know, that is going to happen. They're going to retheme or redesign that to make it more about Jessica looking for Roger. And I mean, and you know and and I that that huh? I can live with that. No, no, and, and I agree. Like that would they do that. And they reimagine it, and then they have uh, Runaway. Everything I've heard about Runaway is that phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Yep. You know, trackless ride, the whole thing. I'm like, okay, cool. That will pull me into that land for the first time, and I don't know how long. Well, this is why they're doing it. Is, oh, yeah. is, but I mean, some of the stuff looks really cool. I like the fact that they've got what appears to be a lawn. Uh, and it's going to be syn- syn- synthetic grass, I assume, mm-hmm. next to a, some, what do they call it, like a dreaming tree or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I actually like that concept. We'll see how it, that, that plays out in real life. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's funny what Fernando said about some, like, long-forgotten corner of Knott's Berry Farm. I did, Knott's Berry Farm is like a tale of two halves, man. I mean, there, there's the whole front with the ghost town and everything. That, to me, is fantastic. But that whole back section is like, what the hell is going on over there? Yeah. I mean, like, did someone just say, hey, we did, we're not, we have no money for this. We've got no imagination. It's just cement. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I've never, I don't know. You, oh, you don't know? Yeah, like the front section is fantastic where the Calico Mine train is and... Um, 
She was the log right there, Timber Creek. Is that what it is? Oh, I don't right. even know. Uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting it. But anyways, the whole front end is just fantastic, but the back end is just like there's no theming whatsoever. It's like, what? Um, but yeah, I mean, Toontown, uh, it does raise some eyebrows for me because I'm looking at their budget, and this this only this only supports a couple of things. Is number one, they don't have a real good design for to, for Tomorrowland yet, and number two, Splash Mountain is probably going to get pushed back a lot further than yep. what, than what we than what mm, they promised. I don't know. You don't think so? No. You still think they're going to go ahead with a Splash uh-huh. Mountain? Yeah, I I think. Well, you know, the only caveat to that will be if they're going to do more with Critter Country and do a full like blow up. Which at that point, I think, uh, I think we've talked about it before. They kind of need to. Yeah. Like Critter Country, if they when when they redo, um, the uh, Splash Mountain, then they kind of have to get rid of Critter Country, in my opinion. But yes, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, Fernando's high five in her. Yeah, you gave me a high five. Yeah. Um, I like that better. Uh, this is my guess. Okay. If they're going to continue with Splash, it will not be until at least next winter. That's when they will start it. They're not going to start it in the middle of summer next year. It will be minimum next winter is when they'll shut it down. That's my guess. Minimum guess. next winter. Yeah. Well, you can quote me on that. That'll be my guess. I don't disagree. I, I think, and you said minimum, so that's, if they start it, that's when they're going to start it. It'll be winter, the yeah. Earliest. They're not going to do it during summertime when it's hot. Okay, cool. Understood. All right. Um, but yeah, concept art looks interesting. We shall see how that goes, see how that plays out. We will fit, visit it, I guess, in 2023. Yep. Okay. All right. Now, here is one of the stories that I find annoying. Okay. What could that be? The second highest tier of the Magic Key annual pass now, and I'm hmm. going to air quote, sold out. Oh, yes. This is high, as high demand. As well at, as Disneyland Resort. So, yeah, yeah. let me real quick say this, and I'll let everybody chime in after. This is a bunch of crap. Flat out. So, we, we, we have talked about it before where... The offering of the Magic Key, while initially we were excited, like, good, we're getting signs of returning to normal. Here, the way I look at it, they are doing everything they can to begin to back away from this program or minimize it. They are trying to do everything to flex into and push a full ticket ride as discounted at as little as possible so for it to be air quote sold out is a bunch of garbage i think they're trying to do everything to manage that and it isn't okay they shouldn't have the stipulation because right now the second highest tier that means we're going to be in there more often that was the one i was looking at which now means that i will not be getting an ap for the foreseeable future which makes me kind of sad to be honest I was looking forward to maybe New Year, begin the new year. Yeah. Look how everything is shaking out. And then maybe February, maybe March, go like, boom, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, forget that. The, the, the overall 
issues we have had now with the magic pa- the magic key beyond it being sold out but also having not been able to schedule and being you know you can't book a, a time even for a high end pass mm-hmm. is not okay and it totally is taken away from the my want to get an AP so now all you've done is like okay you're going to reduce me going to the park going from four times a year five times a year maybe six times a year is what it was on pace for yeah you're going to make me go now once maybe twice and that is it, it, yeah. it's idiotic so that is where I said I think it's dumb I think they are looking at um, a, a huge negative and that you need to correct big time I mean, Chapik, like, I've talked about my opinion about Chapik a couple episodes ago, maybe now. He's that... my idol. Huh? <laughs> He's your idol? He's my idol. I, mm. I, I think he is, and I will restate my 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 uh, my thought. I think for where we are, he's actually the right man for the job right now. But he's going to screw up. Here is a screw up. And we need to call it out. So that is where I said I think it's dumb. I think it is a screw up. I think it is a major thing that needs to be corrected in the park ASAP. Okay. Yes, Jess. Um, I, lo- I love that you do that now. You're there, like, oh, there is it. There yeah, is. I can't even handle polite Jess right now. I don't even know how to handle that. Like, yeah, this is so. Can I talk right now? Okay, if, if I say no, are you going to sit there and not say anything? She's on her best yeah. behavior. For I know. I, I don't even know how to handle okay. that right now. I'll be patient. No, yeah. okay, go. Oh, crap. Was it? Oh. Okay. <laughs> One, have we ever, in the history of annual passes, <laughs> yes, had a, had a cap on APs? No. Never. No. Never. So, two, that just leads me into more money. Okay. They're just... They didn't want to tell people this is how it was going to go because they wanted to get their money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was going to get one when I was down there. I was going to. And La- then I last week? Huh? When you were there like last week? Yeah. Okay. And if I would have upgraded my ticket to the pass, I wouldn't have been able to get in because the pass was already sold out. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. So... How dumb. Sorry. That's absolutely insane to me. Um, And I had a third. I had a third. I don't remember what my third was. I think that this is how it's going to be for a while. And I don't think, like, I know that, like, what you're, I understand what you're saying, Rudy. But I don't think they're trying to do this to try to um, recorrect the issues that they have, like, that they have made with this pass. I think that they're going to get people that really don't care. And I know a lot of people are upset, but I think they're going to get people locked in and people are be like, oh, well, we have our pass. And then, oh, let's renew it next year. We now we know how this is going to go. We can do it better. And these people are going to continue to pay these this money, even though they know that, like, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't disagree with that. But what I what I do think is that the people like right here, the four of us right here, yeah, I think we are a microcosm 
of the overall majority of the people who would have bought an AP and yep. will buy an AP. Oh, I would have had one already. I yep. know, and, and I would have too, but but here is where I stand. I think you're right. There are going to be those fanatics that will continue, but there are also those people who are going to sit there and go like, no. And if they want to, they will. In a year's time, they're going to see their numbers go drop, and they're going to be like, whoa, and that is going to be it because nobody will, or not, I won't say nobody. I think there is a, I think they're underestimating how many people will go, I love the park, I want to be there, but I cannot pay top dollar and not get top access anymore. But... How are their numbers going to drop if they are sold out? Well, oh, we tap on this, so we don't know how many people would have bought it. So how are they going to see that their numbers drop? That is an artificial cap, and we know it. So oh, it, 100%. 100%. It, it is dumb for them to do that. Anyway, you cut it. I think, again, okay, We I, I've talked about it before, and without going to a big old huge thing over it, Disney is going to be about metrics. Meta- metrics over and over and over and over and over again mark works for a company i work for a company we all probably work for a company maybe not you jess but that uh-huh. they're gonna look at i work for children yeah you work for children so your 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 level of like profitability is different but i work in an industry mark and and friend i we all work in an industry where profitability is king so they're going to look at that and go, when their profitability drops, that is going to be the big thing. And that is why I keep on saying that. Like or hate Cha- uh, Chappick right now, he's going to look at that and go like, oh, we're we're losing out on money. And we need to correct that. Mm-hmm. He is all about making Disney profitable, which it has not been now for probably two, going on two years, really. So... They have money, they have things, but that isn't what Disney is about. Disney is about making more money. Flat out, if you think it isn't, you're wrong. So that is why I keep on saying that they're going to have to correct this because their profitability overall, I think, will take a major hit because of that. So I don't know. What, what do you think, Fernando? I think there's a lot of craziness going on with like just everything. Um there's a few episodes back where you kind of touched on it, Udi, with uh, shrinkflation, right? We pay yeah. more for yeah. less. Yeah. And I just think back to when I first got a pass and I got, I forgot what it was called, but it was the top pass minus the one that gets you to, you know, Disney World or Disneyland. Oh, yeah. I've had it, I'd had it for um, about nine years, you know, got it when my wife was pregnant with uh, Marissa because a Chinese restaurant was closed. <laughs> That's and right. It makes no sense. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we, we'd had it ever since and we, we did we've added the two kids, you know, uh, Marissa and then Luke, and then, you know, we have the baby and we were thinking like, this is just, it's, it's a bill. It's something we're always going to do. You know, we go in and we start, well, we spend a certain amount of money within the park. You know, we spend yeah. a certain amount w- for the past. And I always would do the surveys just cause it was interesting. And it kind of mm-hmm. let me kind of, kind of reverse engineer some of what I think, uh, the park like was headed towards. So, Prior to COVID, I thought that a lot of what they were kind of headed towards was, um, and it was kind of obvious too, like Disney was catering towards like upper middle class and above, you know, 
incomes and households. They wanted people in the park who were going to spend when they were there, not people who were going to just come in on a Thursday night and maybe eat a churro, ride a couple rides, and then leave. You know, they, they wanted a weird kind of balance of I'm going to go in and get my money's worth on the amount of visits I can get, but I'm also going to spend top dollar when I'm there. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, COVID and like the closing and all this other stuff kind of just, um, I think sped up some of the stuff. And like you're saying, JPEG trying to make it profitable, but it's also kind of at the expense of, um, your average park goer, which they were kind of going towards anyways. I think, you know, Disneyland's been expensive, you know, Disney in, in general is expensive. It's not a cheap day to go to the park. No. And, you know, they, it's kind of sad, but they don't want someone who's going to go into the park on a lower tier pass and then not spend the money, you know, just take up the space. So they were, I think they were kind of already looking towards getting rid of some of like the lower tier stuff, you know, like I said, trying to make it, um, the monthly to where, yeah, like the, the monthly plan. And then a little bit of also trying to make it like Disney world where, your main consumer is going to be that person who is on a you know two or three day ticket, but Disneyland isn't Disney World. It's a locals park, and they're not hitting that sweet spot no. you know, at all. They they overcorrected like way, way too much you know towards the other way. And like you know, Udi was saying, it's a artificial cap that they put on the the top tiers of, of passes. You know, I was looking at the the top and second. Um, those two, um, in between those two for my family to see kind of which one made the most sense. And, you know, now they're both sold out. But like you said, they didn't really announce that that was something that would be possible. They kind of did, it's a little scummy, I think, where uh, they did a kind of thing where it's like, oh, well, it's sold out. We have your money. Now you're blacked out. You know, they, they Disney is not going to do anything willy nilly. They crunch the numbers. So they probably put that cap at a number where, Okay, we sell this many passes. We um, block them out once we've hit, you know, this much. We've made this much mon- uh, money, and now we can shift focus towards the single day or two or three day tickets, you know, where the a higher pass isn't as desirable anymore because it's sold out. You've already got those people. You've already got their money. They can't go in, and then you know the the lower uh, tiers, even if they're not sold out those people are, are blocked out anyway. So you've gotten in a sense, like the maximum amount of money that you can from the different passes. And now you're shifting focus towards catering um, to the single day, you know, ticket mm-hmm. people. Cause that's where everything is. And that's where you look at the, the calendar for a single day or two day or three day ticket, whatever. And it's wide open. Right. And everyone else is, you know, blacked out on top of not being able to buy a pass. So it's like, you know, right now Disney's trying to have their cake and eat it too. Yes. Yep. But, you know, if we know one thing about Disney and Disneyland and their fans, it's, you know, they're not quiet. They don't shut up and don't just take it. And you're going to alienate your fan base because mm-hmm. um, you're, you know, you're trying to do, you're not doing a good job of, uh, of this little tightrope walk. You know, you do need to make money uh, because of the pandemic understood, but you're, pushing the profits over the external stakeholders, which is, you know, your, your fans, your, your pass holders and whatnot. And you might not win them back. And that's yep. something that, 
it's kind of dangerous. Yeah. And I, I yeah. like that you said, oh, go ahead, Udi. No, 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 you go ahead. No, I like that you said, like, we're not Florida. You know, we're, and that, I don't know, I don't have the news in front of me, but if we're, oh, stop it. Stop it. Um, <laughs> we're not Florida, and they're trying to bring these magic bands mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're and gonna we're gonna get into that. Yeah. We're oh yeah, I figured. But it's like we're not we're not Florida. We don't need those. Yeah. Why are you doing yep. it for this? Yeah. Right. Right. No. That purpose. Yeah, and and you know, as Fernando, as you were talking, I know, on a podcast, I can tell all three of us, like Jess, myself, and Mark, we're all nodding along. Like yep. you're, you're you're right on. I think Fernando, you're you are absolutely mm-hmm. spot on with that. I think that the the catering towards that higher end and, and trying to milk and bilk as much as they can out of every day, uh, the everyday uh, part goer is clearly what they're going for. The AP, for whatever reason, even the top tier, which, you know, to me, I would think I would go in the opposite, right? Like, I would go like, why don't we eliminate the bottom two, put an artificial cap on the bottom two, and push everybody up. Like, okay, well, okay, you can't do the SoCal one, they're sold out. You can't do the next one up, they're sold out. Guess what? You got the only two. So, you know, they're, they're, I, I, I guess I can kind of understand why they would get rid of that because there's more accessibility with the higher end so they're trying to push people into paying a full boat so I think um, with the pandemic they they are and and we've talked about it before that they're going to do what they can to try to get their money they have lost billions of dollars over the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. This, I think, is another iteration of that. And I think they're going to milk it as quick as, as long as they can before the faithful, like us, are going to go, like, enough. So we'll find out. Yeah, and I, I mean, I agree. I think that that's exactly what it's going to be. Sorry, my phone's going to die. I have to plug it in. Plug it in. Um, I think, yeah, but see, now i got to switch and get comfy this way. Oh, okay. Um, I think that that's going to be the main issue is with them, like, yes, they need to make their money back, but in the long run, are they going to lose that money because we're going to stop going? Yeah. Yeah. Unless they come up with something new, (laughs) but But if they did, like, well, how forgiving are we all going to be? When they come back and be like, oh, yeah, you know, here you go. Here's, you know, the top AP for $1,800 a year. Well, no, and and, and you're right. I, I think they're going to push the envelope. They're going... I think they are, too. They're going to see, they're going to see how far they can bend us until we break. Exactly. And I think um, the more they push the more they're going to push people out and i don't think that that will in the long run be beneficial i think in the long run they will be hurting their bottom line 
Well, I mean, look at it. I mean, and I understand that 13 has other issues, but look at me in 13. Four or five times a year. I've gone once. Like, you know, I mean, if you think about it, think about the money that alone from me that they, I mean, it's not a lot to them, but like what they've lost. I mean, they've lost thousands of dollars just from one person that's willing to sit there and be like, here, take my money. Then you start looking at people that the high-enders that want to stay in the Disneyland hotel or stay on, like, on property. Look at those people that aren't going to be going as much. They're losing money on these hotel rooms that are now astronomical prices. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's it it upsets me. So just real quick, could you kind of touch on what you had said about, um, you know, thinking that they would do away with uh, the higher end and and block that out? Mm -hmm. I mean, block out the lower end versus the higher end. I had initially thought that too, but then when you kind of think about it, putting a cap on that kind of makes sense and then letting people buy the lower end, but blocking out the days that they can go, Mm because then you're going to push those people towards a two or three day pass and you're going to get roughly the same amount of money on those tickets Mm -hmm. versus um, the the life of a pass. You know, it's, I think it's like what one... 40 150 for like a, a park hopper yeah and you right have now, the yeah. you have like the one, flex days and stuff yeah one i think on a peak day you're looking at uh for park hopper uh close to two bills so what you're mm-hmm. doing now is you you blocked out right now the top two passes are sold out so everyone that has it is going to book and go and those are your money spenders anyway those are the people that are going to spend when they go into the park and do all the extra things Mm -hmm. so now they're going to spend a little bit more because they have that scarcity and they know that okay well when i go on this particular weekend i'm blocked out for two or three weekends i can't go again so i might as well spend when i go this time yeah and then the people on the lower end who are seeing that they're blocked out and they can't go but you look at the calendar and like a two or three day park hopper has everything available okay well maybe i'm gonna buy a two or three park two or three day park hopper instead of buying a lower end pass Mm -hmm. i'm gonna just go these two or three days and when i'm there for those two or three days i'm gonna spend the maximum amount Hmm. so you're getting those people who were getting that lower end but instead of you know paying for that pass now they're gonna pay for the ticket and you're going to kind of just cycle through those people and get them spending as much money as possible yeah. because they know that they're not going to go back for a year or more, which yeah. kind of sucks. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, as we're talking about that, I'm like, yeah, you know, really, it's kind of a flip of the coin. Really, really, I think like, OK, I am pretty sure that they have a metric that will speak to both sides of that argument. So clearly we can look at, well, I think clearly we can look at what they're doing and which side of the coin they are going with. Anyway, so we're going to move on from that one because we still have a few more to go. Yeah, okay. a few more to go. Holy okay. crap. Yeah, I know. We're, I, you know, I, I told everybody buckle up because we're going to be here for a minute. Okay, we're going to go with the, uh, and th- we're going to go from crap to good. To good. Okay? Yeah. Oh, good. Good. The new Pelican's Landing area is open. Jess. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you even you go? Did you see the face? Oh, so you, didn't, no. you did not like it? You didn't go. No, she liked I it. I walked past it. Did you not go over? You were right there. Yeah. What's the... 
You behave. <laughs> I know what, like, you know, pe- people can accuse me of dropping F-bombs, which I do in real world, but on this show, it is j- misdressed. Because it's Disney, and it upsets me. <laughs> okay. Woohoo! We have more seating. Whoop de do. Okay. Theme cool. seating. Oh, for what? If I want to see pelicans, I'll go to San Francisco Bay. There you go. Okay. Now, okay. one, two. They look cheesy as all get up. The little pelicans that they have set up in the nest—they look terrible. They don't look real. No. Okay. Three. Do you want to know my 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 real thoughts on why they did this? No lie. Lie to me. Go. Okay. They did it because they love everyone and they want everyone to be happy. Okay, there we go. Thank you. So this is going to become... I I think I know what you're going to say. A a janky-ass version of premier season for Fantasmic. You're right. Mm -hmm. I think you're correct. That is exactly what they're going to do. It's going to be terrible because you're going to get the side view, the side... uh, wall, uh, water wall, which isn't the best because you can't no. see the stuff that's going on on the island. <sighs> Go ahead. No, leave my tree alone. And so that's exactly what they're going to do. So I'm going to go full circle and say this is Disney going to make more money. And this is this is the sole reason why they did this. Yes, great for us. We have more seating. Cool. But it's for them to make the dollar because that's a go ahead Udi. I don't necessarily disagree with you. Oh good. Rarity, mark it on your calendar. Okay. Um yeah. but But I I well I can kind of see the premier seating idea, seating, but it it isn't good seating. I don't know if That's my point. It's I not think they're going to I think they're going to try, and you will have people do that, but... It, oh, you will, Yeah, I would do it. I know. I just complained about it. I know, but I you would... <laughs> but it is kind of garbage but, seating is, yeah. overall. Yeah. When you think about yes. it, it isn't good. So no. I don't know. I don't know if that was in the initial idea, but you bet somebody in their... Some slimy little count came out of his hole and went like, "Hey, we can probably try to make money over here." And they're like, "Okay." It would we'll be at at least sixty five to seventy five dollars a ticket. Oh yeah. And now, back in the day when they used to do the fantastic premiere seating, mm. I'm talking long time ago, long, long, long time ago. You would go in, and it was my mine and my cousin's favorite. We would all, my aunt would always get us Fantasmic Premiere seating. And you'd go and they'd have like this whole little thing set up with all these chocolate covered strawberries, brownies, desserts, hot chocolates, you know, hot tea, sodas. And that's what you paid for. You paid and you got to sit, you didn't have dinner. Like you wouldn't go to Blue Bayou or, um, you know, Horseshoe or anything like that and eat and then get a ticket. You'd pay and you'd get like this premium dessert. And you would sit and like, that was the coolest thing. And you got to go up and you'd help yourself and you'd get all your stuff, you know, fruits and everything. And you'd sit there and then you'd watch the show. And that was cool. And I was too young to have a job and to pay for it. But that would be something I would have paid for. 
like other than going to Blue Bayou and having it like dinner and then getting a uh, phantasmic butt pad to sit on the ground. You know, <laughs> what like they did, you know, like they used to do. Yeah. Uh, because you were in chairs. They all had collapsible chairs like with cushions and you sat in these comfy chairs and you watched the show. And that, I mean, that was worth the money, but I guarantee you they're going to throw people, they're going to say, oh, Pelican's Landing at night's closed off, and it's going to be for Fantasmic Premier Seating. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So, end rant. <laughs> Fernando, what do you think? Uh, so, I'm a little behind. So, Pelican's Landing, is that, I thought I read something, I haven't seen it. Is that kind of behind the little shack, kind of across from um, yep. Hunter yep. Mansion? Yep. Okay. Okay, so I I was visualizing what it was. Like I said, I, I wasn't 100% sure. Uh, Jess, I do agree that that is 100% going to become some kind of premier seating for uh, Fantasmic, and it is not good seating. That's the kind of thing that that area gets packed, right? And sometimes when you're doing like the, the real quick, uh, one of my favorite places to eat is a French market. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. You know, restaurant. And uh-huh. then once Fantasmic starts, once you hear that music, you're like, Everyone hurry up, eat your food. We're going to go get on Haunted Mansion real quick. Try to get on it at least a couple of times. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. if we get out, if we go like once or twice and it's still packed and we're like, okay, well, we can't go anywhere. We would kind of scoot into that corner and sort of watch a show because um, you're there and, you know, you just don't want to get stuck trying to walk through like, you know, the dark and tripping over people, whatever. It is not a good seat. Oh. You know, when I was standing there for free, it's like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, let's just chill here for a few minutes. But you're right. They're going to charge a dumb amount, and you're not even getting all the things that you described. So yeah, uh, it all comes down to money at, at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It does. And yeah. I, I get it. You're, Disney is a business. Disneyland is trying to make money. But, like, there's certain things where, like, okay, that's a little, like, I don't want to say shady, but... It's a little shady because uh, your normal, average, everyday person's not going to know that that's not good seating, right? You're going <laughs> to pay, you're going to sure. fork out the money, and you're going to get there, and you're going to be staring at Aladdin's butt or <laughs> your man from the side. Yeah, you're going to get a family that's never been, and they're like, oh, we want to see Fantasmic, let's do it the right way. Oh, come here, seating, that sounds great. Then these people are going to pay this money, and they're going to see... You know, the witch, as she's hovering over the cauldron, change from the evil queen to the wicked witch. And you're going to see, your kids are going to see two people pop up at the same time and yeah. question everything that yeah. there is about. Yeah. Yeah. That's what sucks about it. And, you know, and that is kind of why I doubt about, you know, I put even a minimal amount of doubt in that being premiere seating because it is not a good angle for the show at all. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find. Clearly, we will find out. Mm-hmm. Although pelicans are pretty cool, they can uh, they vomit out their intestines. Yeah, and swallow it back in. Pretty cool. <laughs> Good to know. The, the more you know, the more you know. All right, so we're gonna move on to the magic band to revive glow with the show. I don't, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even know what that is. Um, Th- that's the glow with the show. No, man. I don't. They have like a little wand. Sounds like an 80s thing. No, my daughter has it. It's you, you buy it and it's supposed to sync with the parade or the fireworks mm-hmm. show or something yeah. like that or the ears or something like that. It's just, yeah. It's more 
It's what? More money. Yeah. 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 And then we have now magic bands coming to Disneyland, right? Well, right. And they're, I'm not sure what these are going to be. Yeah. I, I have no idea. They're, they're, as far as uh, Disneyland, I have not seen a lot of them talking about what you're going to do with it. I think I you're going to have your... I have, have you, Jess? I have my guesses. Okay, okay. Go what, are you, what are your guesses? So my thought with the Magic Bands, again, it's going to be money. I think that they have now realized that the uh, that genie thing, whatever it's called, because I yeah. don't care. Um, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to invoke like this Magic Band kind of vibe where you can... If you have a magic band, you can get fast passes. I don't think they're going to make fast passes available to all of us anymore. I think that the days of that are gone. Mm, yeah. We're I think they're going to make them well if you buy a magic band, then you can, you know, reserve up to five attractions at once for fast passes. I also think that they will make it to where people that are staying on property. You know, your credit cards will be connected to it. Oh, they will. Yeah, just like Disney World. You're going to be able to open your room with those. Mm -hmm. I believe that that's, I think that's the way that they're going. I don't think they're going to make them a requirement per se, but I think that it'll be unlocking your rooms. It will be your credit cards on file. It will be, if you have it, you can get a fast pass. Sure. And I think the way that they're going to get a lot of people to buy them. And... To top that, there's going to be blue ones and red ones and holiday ones and limited exactly. edition ones. And you're able to change out your bands. And, and AP edition ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're yeah. going to be able to make money off of it. Heck yeah. Yeah. No, you're, that's, it's 100%. You're right. That's, it's, again, it's all about the money. And I, I see it more and more like every year and it's just really depressing. Yeah. I, I will see how these magic bands play out. I mean, uh, is it I really. Will- Really so hard just to use your credit card and just pay for something? You, I know, right? Yeah, you, you, you have to go, oh. Watch. I do it Apple. anyway with my Apple Watch. So, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they integrated it with the, with the Apple Watch. Would that make a difference for you? What do you no, mean? No, I have my Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, if they, if they go, you can put your uh, your uh, season ticket or your your park ticket on your, on your watch? No. Okay. Just saying. No, no they won't. I would do that, but no. I would, but they won't if they're gonna have if, this. If stuff. I can do my airline, I can do my air ticket with it. My my, you know, my boarding pass. Yeah. If I do, I'm just gonna scan Get my a government flight. <laughs> they could do it. Sure, but what their booty? They could be like a special Mandalorian one. <laughs> Don't care. Special Star Wars. Uh, Don't care. Mark, they could have a a phantasmic one, and I wouldn't buy it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Special limited edition San Diego Chargers band for you, Fernando. <laughs> they moved to LA and they lost today, so I'm I'm sad. And, uh, buy it. <laughs> but uh, you know, I'll say some nice things about it. Um, if they do go that way, it, it is a good thing if you're staying on property and then you have kids who are old enough to go off on their own and do a couple things, you know, solo. But maybe you don't trust them with a credit card or they don't have the Apple Watch and stuff. But you mm. want them to be able to buy something to eat or you know whatever. <laughs> Then the Magic Bandit is, is a good thing that they can, if it's linked to the, the card. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, like, it's kind of already been touched on. It's square peg, round hole. 
trying to fit things that don't quite fit. Yeah. And even the Magic Band, like, there's things about it that are kind of cool, but it doesn't really fit for Disneyland. It's, it's not as big as Florida. You're not going there for the same amount of time. You know, it's just... We'll see, though. We'll see. I'll uh, I'll reserve judgment until it comes out, at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Yep. Me, too. Me, too. Okay. What's the next news item? It's the last one. And we're moving on to our final item of news. Okay. Uh, before we do, Udi, I just want to say this has been fun. I did not expect this portion of it. I was thought I was going to do just the Alwani stuff, so it's yeah. been kind of nice to be here for, for the news. I didn't know what any of the news items were. I haven't really paid too much attention, so it's been great, and thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, Fernando. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime, Fernando. That's... Yeah, no, it it is always good to have people on and looking at maybe a different point of view, but equally knowledgeable about what we're talking about, even though you hadn't really been following along, but the, the thing is you've been integrated and locked into the park as long as we have, so your opinions are going to be there, like, right at the ready. Like, anytime anything comes out, we are all like, okay, here are my, you know, my thought, my my hot take on what is going on. And so, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm mm-hmm. glad you're on, and I'm glad yep. that that having listened to your, your point of view is very good, and it, it helps everybody kind of process what's going on. So, yeah, I'm glad you're here for it too, man. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers to that. Right. I'm I'm empty though. Thank I'm empty. You. Okay. Um, I have a glass of wine here if you want some. No, I've got more bourbon. <laughs> I'm I'm drinking real today. I don't know uh, about you, but I'm drinking real today. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So Udi, again, I guess like, yeah. one more interruption. I'm yeah. Sorry. Go for it. Uh, not a bourbon, but my favorite whiskey, dude. If you ever get a chance, it was that Ibiki Harmony. It's the blended Japanese whiskey. That okay. Was the best whiskey I've ever had. Ibiki Harmony. Harmony. So Hibiki okay. has a bunch of like different kinds. Okay. But Harmony is their their blended one. Okay. And it's better than a lot of single malt. You know, yeah, single malts that, that okay. I've had. Like their blended is really Harmony. good. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep I'll keep an eye out. Thanks, man. Because uh, I'm always looking for a good whiskey. Or You'll bourbon. have to drink that one straight, Mark. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I, know. I, will, I will try it. Yeah, I know. Because that, that is what I did. I poured like, okay, I'm drinking. I'm pouring mine yeah. for for me straight and then i'm gonna dilute it for everybody else but anyway yeah. harmony okay i'll keep my eye out for that because i definitely want to try that thank you for that all right are we good ready for the ha- last story yeah okay former amc theater replacement starting in january 2022 at downtown disney um uh there are what are the replacement with that's the, that artist concept. Have you guys seen the artist concept of what Have they're you? doing? Yes. Um. No, yeah, I did. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. They're going to basically gut it and uh, get rid of it. Uh, the theater uh, will be removed and a whole new area will be built. Uh, an open, grassy area will provide a space for guests to relax as well as an area for events. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I mean, honestly, I'm very meh. Like, whatever. But one thing I wanted to point out, as you know, the listeners, I'm sure if we, if we can pull up the artwork, is that 
they throw the monorail in there as reference because the way we look at it now, they're they're tilting the buildings 90 degrees to the right mm -hmm. um, because normally they would come down this way, but they have. Do you see? Yeah, yeah do no. You see that? I, I get I get your point of view, but and look at how there's a slope. Yeah, I, I get your point of view, but I'm kind of like, eh, okay. It doesn't move the needle for you? No. Okay. I mean, I I will, I mean, okay. So I remember, uh, I remember telling the story last time I was downtown Disney, I was with uh, Christy, and we went and we were looking in that area because of everything they, like, had cordoned off the area. Yes. We were wondering what's going on. So the area is kind of like a good area overall in downtown Disney. Um, but for them to, like, gut it and kind of implode that, I'm kind of like, why? Like, to me, it's kind of a waste of prime real estate, but whatever. I'm not going to not go, okay, give me another place to kind of hang out. I don't mind that at all. Right. So I just find it interesting that they're doing that while they have the old, uh, what you call it, the... Uh, the restaurant where they have the outpost now, um, which I walked into. Oh, the Rainforest Cafe? Yeah, the Rainforest oh, Cafe. Booty. Huh? Wake up. I couldn't remember. Caesar salad, right, Jess? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Caesar yeah. salad. Whatever. That has been gone for years now. Get over it. It's over. And it's, the other over thing is, it's over. It's over. No more. It's but, over where They closed it in San Francisco, too. There you I can't go. go to one anywhere. Yeah, all gone. Bye-bye. So sad. I'm sorry. Not really. But anyway. But my, <laughs> my, I know, <laughs> the look on your face. Um, anyway, the whole point is that, um, you know, I, I find it weird when they're looking for another, when they're looking for ways of clear uh, revenue to come in that they would blow up an area and be like, hey, come hang out. I feel like they're going to do more there, but hey, we'll find out. I, I, I don't care. I mean, it'll be cool. I'm sure it'll be interesting. I'm sure I will go hang out there. I'm pretty sure. Unless I do the walkthrough and go like, eh, meh, and keep yeah, on walking. I feel like downtown Disney kind of needs a, a wake up. A jolt. A model. No, I agree. For sure. Uh, one thing I do want to, I mean, not only are the buildings moved 90 degrees facing, but the design work that I'm that they're showing in this artist rendering, I actually like that a lot. It's very 1967 uh, Tomorrowland-esque. You notice how those shapes are, those ovals on whatever those shade structures yeah. are? Ovals and right curves. Right my alley. Yeah. What's that? I said right at my alley. Oh yeah, for, oh, yeah. For you, yeah. Jess is going to be like, this is home. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, so I wonder if, because this is the closest thing to... to Disneyland Hotel. I wonder if they're going to start redoing Disneyland Hotel and make it more like that style, or what's going on? I don't know. We'll find out. Interesting. Yeah. Have you, ha Jess, have you, or Fernando, have you guys seen the concept art? I've seen it. Okay. And Fernando said he has. Yeah. And what do you think? Go ahead, Jess. Oh, I, I mean, I'm down. I love it. Like, like I said, like, it fits my whole house is 1960s, 1970s theme. So, I mean, I'm all about that. Shag, that. shag carpet. I know I'm waiting for that. What about? I mean, if the cats are here long enough, I'll have shag carpet. I know. Hey, when are you going to get a water bed? Yeah, water bed. That was my very first bed. I know. When are you going to get it back? 
you're not allowed to have them in apartments when you sign your lease. Yeah, but you say they that don't you can't have them. They don't gotta know. They don't gotta know. <laughs> I like to stay here, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. What about you, Fernando? So. I'm an AMC ape. I don't know if you know what that means. Yeah, I do. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. I love it. Anytime an AMC closes, I'm a little sad. Yeah. But honestly, my biggest memory of that AMC area was one time we almost watched a movie. And then another time we were eating ice cream or something outside the closed AMC and bees were attacking Marissa. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that that area, it's a lot of... uh, prime real estate they just mm-hmm. haven't quite figured out what to do with it you're close to to the disneyland hotel the movie theater was kind of not the best idea just because really who's going to go and spend like a few hours to watch a movie and then still go to disneyland it would just kind of seem like out of place ESPN zone was, yeah espn zone was kind of cool uh we did go there one time for a like a mexico soccer game and it was kind of fun but again, it was still kind of out of place because for a sporting event, you're like three, four hours in, right? And it's like, it's too long to spend outside of the park. So with what they have kind of going in, it seems like at least they're trying something different. And I think if, you know, it's got potential and maybe maybe it'll, it'll work. I have high hopes for it. Um, and at the very least, we get some Austin Powers, you know, spy who shagged me type quotes out of uh, hanging out in that area so for sure so we'll see i'm I'm, yeah. I'm i'm looking forward to it and i think that uh kind of theming things towards that like 1960s kind of uh era and then mm. tying it into the disneyland hotel would be like kind of like a winning combination because when you're downtown disney you're only going to spend an hour two hours maybe tops before you go into the park so you want something to draw people in but really nothing that you do is going to keep people in much longer than that so why why bother with a real estate that's dependent on a a longer time spent in like a movie theater or like an espn zone so yeah let's go to the 60s you know peace love that other word and rock and roll and yeah let's just let's have a good time Mm -hmm. there you go see what it looks like right on right on Mm. we should see how it all goes and that was the news. Uh, tonight, 101 is dark, so now let's move on to our feature presentation. Hey, we're going to end part one right here and right now. Uh, part two of episode 144 will be coming to you guys in about a week. Um, that's going to contain Jess's trip report to, to the uh, parks, and it's also going to have uh, Fernando's trip to Alani Resort. Uh, so we want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to part one. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, DM us on Instagram at Leaving Today Podcast. Also, send us an email if you like at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Um, until then, take care. We love you. Adventures out there, and we'll see you in the parks.